Hey guys, I'm Emma Choi, and welcome to Everyone and Their Mom, a weekly show from Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. This week we're talking about Elvis with comedian, co-host of Asian Not Asian podcast, and the man who introduced me to the magic of Cantonese steamed rice rolls. It's Mike Nguyen. Hi, Mike. What, what? What's going on? How's it going? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. We're so freaking pumped. Um, and we have something really fun to talk about. So, Mike, you know how you can like go to Vegas and like get married by Elvis literally any second of any day? Oh yeah. Well, those days are ending soon. I've heard about this. Elvis's licensing company is like no longer allowing Las Vegas businesses to use his likeness. That's crazy. I know. So there's no more Elvis-themed weddings, which is a very Grinch-like move, you know? I thought that Elvis had passed into the public domain Mm-mm. at this point. No. I mean, you know, kind of like the... Uh, Kind of like, I don't know, like a Mozart or maybe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Mozart, Elvis, they're, they bought, they belong to the people. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But turns out the terms Elvis, Elvis Presley, and the king of rock and roll are protected trademarks. So next Vegas wedding, get ready for Melvis Presley, the emperor of rock <laughs> and roll. Are you telling me that Las Vegas is run by corporations? No way. No. What's your take on Vegas, Mike? Oh my gosh, I love Vegas. I love Ve- I've got I got it down to a science. Yeah. Uh, I have figured out exactly how much um, Chilean sea bass I can eat in order to make the hotel stay worth it. Does that make I have a mathematical calculation. Yeah. It's perfect. You come talk to me. I wonder if this is an Asian thing because my grandma and all of her sisters, they have like six sisters. Every time they go mm-hmm. to Vegas, like they sit down in their ajuma visors and they're like their cropped <laughs> pants and they like yep. sit down and they close down the seafood restaurant. Like they eat their weight plus more in lobster. And by the time they leave no. Vegas, it's like yep. Vegas is leaving them, you know? <laughs> it, you know, it, it's like it's like that old saying, you know, so people usually go to Vegas to to gamble. Uh-huh. Uh, when Asian people show up, Vegas gambles with Asians. It's it's not the same <laughs> thing at all. Yeah. I mean, you're married, Mike. How did what was was your wedding anything like an Elvis drive through? No, but it's interesting because my wife is, I'm Vietnamese, but my wife is Korean. Hell yeah. And uh, Korean uh, wedding, I, I'm, I'm not, I, uh, the ceremony, I can't remember what it's called exactly. I don't know. But um, it's very beautiful. A lot of, hold, hold here, a lot of silk. <laughs> Let me tell you this. A lot of silk, yeah. a lot of, of food. Yeah. Okay. And um, a lot of, of bowing and hand motions. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for Elvis. They should have an Elvis Korean package. Oh my god! You know he's he's in a Hanbok, right? Mm-hmm. He is um, he's doing the whole lip thing, but with Korean words. It it, it it's a match made in heaven. In a way, you know, all, my whole family is Korean. Every Korean wedding does have an Elvis impersonator in spirit, but there's always that one. <laughs> uncle who gets like super drunk and starts singing to all the kids and to me that's elvis right i would also imagine that same uncle probably has a big pompadou yeah yeah yeah. ours is uncle dennis and he's our elvis you know and dennis turns up at every (laughs) wedding and we're like great he's here tell uncle dennis to be careful he might get a cease and desist soon so literally it's great (laughs) or maybe he maybe uncle dennis is he's gonna about to embark on a new career in vegas Mm -hmm. uh i'm thinking um Korean drunk uncle marries, uh, you know, is your yes. officiant. He, he's a deacon in the Catholic Church, so he has he can do it. Holy moly! I, I, stop the podcast now. Call him up. We're gonna get investors. Hi, Uncle Dennis. Hello, hello, Emma. Can you introduce yourself? I'm uh, Uncle Dennis. <laughs> uncle Dennis, I feel like would you describe yourself as the life of the party? 
Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of a has been. It's no. uh, it's been a while. Um, but you you know who the life of the party is? You guys now. It's funny because when I think of our family gatherings, like I yeah. always think of like you as the life of the party. Like remember at Jason's wedding, like every you're in every <laughs> single one of the wedding photos, and Jason's not even your son. You know, <laughs> and like you made my dad take shots with you, and I was I remember like you busting some serious moves on the dance floor. I, I will neither admit nor deny, <laughs> but uh, you know we we have fun, and we got a big family too. There's like what like a hundred of us just on my dad's side. I think it's about like 60 people, 50, yeah. if we all get together. What do you think is one of our best Shin family get-togethers? Several years ago, we got together in Las Vegas. Do, do you remember the yardstick? Well, you weren't old enough to. Oh, my God. I do remember that. Yeah, it's like a three, four-foot bottle. Dear God. Filled with, filled with uh, cocktails and, you know, walking around. <laughs> yeah. Having competition with, with each family. Um, and, and then we ended up at, uh, I think, one of the casino buffet. And, uh, you know, there's a big, it's like a midnight buffet. And there was a big, long line. Yeah. And, you know, like 50 of us were standing in line with, with a bunch of people, right? Yeah. And uh, we were speaking Konglish. Yeah. You speak Konglish, right? Absolutely. It's a, yeah. It's a mix of Korean and English. And, and we were talking really loud because, <laughs> you know, we had to hear each other, all 50 of us. Yeah. So we're, we're talking, we're, we're loud, we're obnoxious and and, you know, people in the line, they're, they're kind of looking at us funny. You know, what are these Asians, a bunch of Asians? They're so loud. <laughs> and, and, and so we looked at each other. We, we stopped. Mm-hmm. And then we started speaking British accent, all of us. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody there, they just hushed down. And they're all watching us. Like, and they got so confused. You know, that, that was fun. Yeah, that is yeah. so fun. <laughs> you know what we should do next time what? when we get together? We have enough people mm-hmm. that we could do a flash mob. Oh, what do you God. think? I feel like the harmonies would break a hip. I don't want to endanger them like that. <laughs> well, Uncle Dennis, I know that you officiated your daughter Emily's wedding, right? I watched that on Zoom. I did. And you were so great. And you're a deacon. Do you like officiating weddings? Well, I, I've only done a few. Uh, I, I was I was very honored to uh, to do my own daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we wanted to talk to you. Because you're my fun uncle, but also because there's this news that pretty soon you won't be able to be married by an Elvis impersonator in Vegas. Is that right? Yeah, which is crazy. Oh my God. I know. And my friend thinks that you should take over that role as an iconic Vegas wedding officiant. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be great at it. I, I actually did a show for my church on a, on a fundraiser. Uh, did a whole surprise Elvis sack. <laughs> no way. Are you are you serious? An Elvis thing? The the whole getup, you know, the the white suit with the mm-hmm. with the scarf, and I was going around giving the scarf to the ladies, and <laughs> you know, the sweat. And, yeah, they loved it. Was there a moment where you had an out of body Elvis moment? When I was doing the arm twist, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike, what do you think the life of an impersonator is? Do you think that's a desirable job to have? I think it's I think it is a desirable job. I think if you if you look at it, you know, you it it could be it it's very monastic. Okay, if you think about it, you're living in the desert, all right, you're um, committing your life to 
uh, bringing people together. Mm-hmm. You wear uh, sacred vestments, all right? Um, and uh, you're steeped steeped in mythology. I think it, I think it's a beautiful life. Um, you know, yeah. Do you also have to maybe have have to have a day job at the uh, at the circus circus uh, cafeteria? Sure. But at night, you know, you um, you do God's work. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, I think it's a I think it's a beautiful <laughs> life. It it really does sound nice. I I was um, I was thinking maybe I should become an Elvis in person. I think there's Ooh. a strangely for some reason. Uh, lack of Vietnamese uh, American <laughs> Elvis impersonators. Yeah. It's an underserved market, I think. You can't just put the costume on. You have to do the moves. You have to hold yourself in a certain way. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Emma. How's it going? Good. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Um, so just to start, will you introduce yourself to us? Yeah. So my name is Melissa Brum. I'm also known as Melvis. Uh, I'm a comedian and impersonator and singer out of Madison, Wisconsin. My main shtick is that I perform shows as an Elvis tribute artist, as an Elvis impersonator. How did you get your start doing this? I've always loved Elvis and the Beatles and classic rock. And so I would, you know, always sing to songs and people would always say, like, I I sounded like Elvis, you know. So my cousin had an Elvis themed party, which I decided to actually like show up and in full costume and uh because it was at this place that was that had elvis's favorite roller coaster at and i was like how funny would it be if i just dressed as elvis rode this roller coaster and so that's where that's where it kind of started and then like being being a woman as elvis is also i often think that there's going to be this backlash but there Mm -hmm. never is it's always like wow that's really cool or you you do like this amazing job at it. I mean, how do you get into character? I'll look in the mirror or something and I'll make a stance or I'll like do a, <laughs> you know, karate move. And I'm just like, I just start laughing and I'm just like, this yeah. is so funny. And then I'm like, hey, y'all, what is Melvis? You know, I like do some goofy <laughs> voice. And <laughs> I love that. Instead of power posing, it's like Elvis posing. You're like harnessing his spirit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. Something I love like that. that. Yeah. Well, we have a friend named Mike who says he wants to be an Elvis impersonator. And so you're an Elvis impersonator. How can we tell him about, you know, or what can we tell him about how to start? Like, is there a training course? Is there like an internship you can figure (laughs) out? That would be great if there was an yeah. apprenticeship, how to be Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> if if Mike was your apprentice, where would you start with him to train him? I mean, so much of Elvis's um, embodiment comes from his moves. Mm-hmm. That's really what brings people into the show. You know, that's what people, they can see you dressed as Elvis, but what really like shows you that like shows them that you are Elvis is the the movement, the way you move. That's really what takes people to that next level of like, that looks like Elvis. It's such a powerful like physicality. Do you find that that confidence makes it way into your everyday life? I think it does. Yeah, like learning how to move like him. I've definitely captured more of his confidence in my daily life, which I'm definitely grateful for. <laughs> I just like when people, you know, let's just keep Elvis's music going.
we want to play a game with you, if that's okay. Oh um, and yes. Because to us, it's kind of crazy that people entrust Elvis to perform the sacred rite of marriage. So we wanted mm-hmm. to find out what else people would trust Elvis to do. So we're going to give you a job, and you tell us if you would let Elvis do it, okay? Yes. Cook you breakfast. Would you let Elvis do it? Was this uh, was, Is this after an amorous evening? Sure, yeah. <laughs> if, if so, uh-huh. then definitely yes. <laughs> <laughs> Deliver a baby. Let Elvis do it? Ooh, yes, uh, but only older Elvis. Elvis. Okay. Neuter your cat. Elvis doing that? Um, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he can do it all. He can do it all, absolutely. How about have your extra key to your apartment? Gonna give him that? Oh man, you know what? That might be the one thing I'm thinking. You know, he's a, he's a party animal, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I can trust him with that. <laughs> I like we're really seeing where your priorities are at. Okay, would you let him donate a kidney to you? Uh, first of all, yes, mm-hmm. uh, because that that kidney's seen things. Let's just say that. Yeah. I think that kidney's been around the block. Mm-hmm. Um, will I need to immediately give it back to him? Absolutely. Okay, joint custody. I love it. How about conduct a baptism? Would you let him do it? Uh, I mean, hey, you know what? Why stop at just that sacrament? Let's do them all. Confession, okay? Last rites, (laughs) all of them. And finally, would you let Elvis marry you to the love of your life? Oh, my gosh. Let's annul the marriage I have so that he can do it proper, Mm -hmm. you know, in in the eyes of Graceland and uh, and our Lord, um, Graceland. Amazing! You won, Mike! Thanks for playing our game. That was fun. Yay! Here's my favorite part of the podcast, the credits. This show is brought to you by Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. This episode was produced by Haley Fager, Zola Ray, and Nancy Seychow. With help from Lillian King, Sophie Hernandez, Mionidis, and the hot barista I can never make eye contact with when I order my chai. Our supervising producer is Jennifer Mills, and our The Man is Mike Danforth. Once again, Lorna White, thank you for helping us with sound. It sounds great, just like you. Melissa Brum, a.k.a. Melvis, thank you for teaching us all your great Elvis moves. I look just like Rachel Maddow. Follow Melissa at MelvisTheDragKing on Instagram. Thanks to my Uncle Dennis for always making family reunions 20% more fun. Thank you very much. Thank you to my co-host, comedian, wait, wait, panelist, and my most well-dressed friend, Mike Nguyen. In my mind, what's coming up is maybe Jar Jar Binks. Make sure to check out his show, The Asian Not Asian Podcast. I'm Emma Choi, and you can find me at Wait Wait NPR and still watching the pigeons across the alley. Update, a big gray one came and fought the first two, and now he seems to have staked claim of the perch? I don't know. Okay, I'm done. This is NPR. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) You picked the hardest Elvis song for me to sing in my my register. (laughs) It's okay.